The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Ephesians verse 17. These I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of what of their mind. Now the word walk here means to live. That means the way you live is an expression of the way you think. The way you live is the outward expression of the way you think. The way you live is the outward expression of the way you think. I want to show you something we learned on Wednesday. I drew a diagram like this. Can you remember? All right. We'll come back here. Give us 1 Thessalonians 5. 1 Thessalonians 5. Verse 23. Let's read it together, please. Want to read. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, he spoke about spirit. Say spirit. Soul. And what? And body. All right. Now, you need to understand that man is a spirit, he has a soul, and what? And he lives in a body. Beautiful. Now, look at this. The spirit is called what? The inner man. Or the inward man. Give us 2 Corinthians 4. And let's look at verse 16. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16. It says, For which cause we faint not, for though our outward man perish, your body is your outward man, yet the inward man is renewed how? Day by day. Alright? So there's an outward man and what? There's an inward man. Romans 7, verse 22. Romans 7.22 For I delight in the law of God after what? I delight in the law of God after what? The inward man. That means the passion of God is in your spirit. Romans 5 verse 5 says the love of God is shared about where? In our hearts. Give us Romans 2 verse 28 Romans 2 verse 28 for he is not a Jew which is one outwardly that's in the flesh neither is our circumcision which is outward in the flesh it has explained that the flesh is the outward man next verse but he's a Jew which is one inwardly and circumcision is that of the heart where in the spirit so it lets me know that my heart in the New Testament is what is my spirit are we together 
Okay, 1 Peter 3, verse 4. 1 Peter 3, verse 4. But let it be the inward man of the, the hidden man of the heart, which is that in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament, ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Are we together? So we know that the heart is what? The heart is what? Okay. And Romans 5 verse 5 says, The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. That means it's shed abroad where? In our spirits. Are we together? Now, a lot of people are born again, but they are struggling because they don't understand what I'm about to share with you. Give us um, Ezekiel 11 verse 19. Ezekiel 11 verse 19. Okay. It says, And I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give them what? And heart of flesh. Notice it speaks about the heart and the spirit. Ezekiel 36 verse 26. Ezekiel 36 26. Ezekiel 36 26. A new heart also. Let's begin from the preceding verse 25. It says, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, which refers to the word of God. Then he says, And it shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. Next verse. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I do what? Will I put within you. And I'll take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I'll give you what? An heart of flesh. In other words, I'll give you a sensitive heart. Say a sensitive heart. Okay. But if you observe a lot of Christians, they are still insensitive. They are hardened to the things of God. They're not passionate. They want to be passionate, but they're not passionate. See? Because a lot of times people ask me, Pastor, how come you maintain your fire? You, 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 you just love God. You, you just do the things of God. Why? Because I understand this thing, new thinking for a new life. Are we together? Go to John chapter 3. Let's begin from verse 2. John 3, 2. It says, The same, that's Nicodemus, came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou the teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus verily answered, Very, very, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and what? And of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The water there is the word of God. All right? Verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is what? And that which is born of the spirit is what? All right. Now, it lets us know that the part of me that is born again is where? The part of me that is born again, where? The part of me that is born again is where? Spirit. Thank you. Go to the book of Job. I want to be able to clarify some things. So that when the word says pouring fast, you will have foundation. Verse 10. Job 10.10. 10. 
It says, As thou not poured me out as milk and cuddled me like cheese, thou hast clothed me with skin and flesh. Who is talking? All right. And has fenced me with bones and what? And sinuses. So there's an outward man saying, And has fenced me with bones and sinuses. Thou hast granted me life and favor, and thy visitation has what? Has preserved my spirit. I want you to follow me. Now, it is obvious there's an outward man and what? There's an inward man. I'm going to use two diagrams. Let me also use this. All right? This is the spirit. If you look at the tabernacle, if you look, the tabernacle has the outer court, then it has the holy place, and it has what? The most holy place. Are, you, are, are we together? Okay, this is the spirit. Then what would this place be? The soul. And what would this place be? The body. So the soul is the intermediary. All right? Are we together? And the soul has three departments. Let me start with the spirit. The spirit has three departments. The first faculty of the spirit is called the faculty of intuition. The faculty of intuition. If God is going to deposit knowledge, he's going to deposit his knowledge in your spirit. See? Look at Job 32 verse 8. Job 32 verse 8. Job 32 verse 8. Hallelujah. Are you there? It says, but there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty gave them what? Notice it says, there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him what? Understanding. Go to Psalm 51. Psalm 51. I want to show you something there. Verse 6. Psalm 51 verse 6. Behold, thou desire truth where? In the inward parts. And in the hidden parts. Where is the hidden man of the heart? What's the hidden man of the heart? Where's the hidden man of the heart? Okay. It says, In the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know what? In the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know what? Wisdom. So, where is the wisdom of God? Where is the wisdom of God? I said, where is the wisdom of God? In your spirit. Very quickly, Job 38. Job 38, verse 36. It says, who has put wisdom where? Who has put wisdom where? And who has given understanding to what? To the heart. So now, as a Christian, you know that there is a faculty of intuition. That's where the wisdom of God is. 
is in your spirit. Then there's a faculty of conscience. There's a faculty of conscience. Romans chapter 2. Romans chapter 2. Hallelujah. I want to read something to you here. Just a minute. Verse 15. Let's begin from verse 14. Romans 2.14. Let me read my King James. Romans 2.14. Are you there? It says, For when the Gentiles which have not the law do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are a law unto themselves. We show the work of the law written in their hearts. Where is the heart? Where is the heart? Where is the heart? We show the work of the law written in their heart, their conscience, also bearing them witness and their thoughts, the mere accusing or else what? Excusing one another. There's a faculty of conscience. It's in your spirit. The Bible tells us in Romans 8 verse 16 that the spirit of God bears witness with our spirits. See? It bears witness with our spirits. Hallelujah. Let's look at Romans 9 verse 1. Romans 9 verse 1. It says, I say the truth in Christ, I lie not. My conscience also bear me witness in the Holy Ghost. I thought the Spirit of God bears witness with what? Where does the Spirit of God bear witness with? It says my conscience also bear me witness in the Holy Ghost. So the conscience, the faculty of the human spirit. Are we together? I said are we together? John 8, I believe it's verse 9. John chapter 8. Verse 9. And they which heard, being convicted by their own, by their, John 8, 9. They, they which heard, being convicted by their own, by their own conscience. Jesus said, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And they were convicted by their own conscience. So, they... The faculty of the conscience is what helps us judge what is right or wrong. See? We judge the rightness or wrongness of an action. The conscience. Then we have the faculty of communion. It's all part of your spirit. John 4, beginning from verse 23. I'm taking you somewhere. John 4 23. It says, The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and what? For the Father seeketh such what shall worship communion, shall worship, shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. It says, Thou desire truth in the inward parts. Psalm 51, verse 6. Is there truth in the inward parts? 
Say, God wants spirit to spirit communication. Say, spirit to spirit communication. Verse, verse 24, John 4 24. It says, God is a spirit. And they that must worship him must worship him how? In spirit and what? And in truth. That's the faculty of communion. To worship. Romans 1 verse 9. It says, God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son. It says, God is my witness. You see? Whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son. So we serve God with our spirits. Are we together? And that's where the passion from God is. It's in your spirit. The knowledge. You, the, the person you need to marry. Where you need to live. Ideas from God are in your spirit. But you have a soul. That's the intermediary. See? That's the intermediary. And your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your mind, the three departments of the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotion. The soul. Mind, will, what? Emotions. All right. Now, your mind is the seat of reason. Your mind is the seat of reason. So if God tells you to do something, if your mind is not renewed, you will reason out what God said and you will not do it. Remember what I told you? I said, you know, the, the way you live is the outward reflection of the way you think. So you may be a Christian. You will be living like an unbeliever because of the way you think. Why? The intermediary. The Bible says in Proverbs 23 verse 7, it says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Are we together? It says, for as he thinketh in his heart. Now, the word thinketh there, sir, it refers to to split open. It refers to acting as a gatekeeper. So your mind is like a gatekeeper for everything God has kept in your spirit. So if God is going to deposit the anointing, it comes into your spirit. His wisdom, it comes into your spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in your spirit. See? But these things will have to go through the soul, through the body. Your spirit is like the yolk of the egg. The albumen is like the sword. It is so large. It has such an influence on everything you do. Then the shell is like the body. The, 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 the yoke is the life center. That's how the spirit is. The heart is the life center. It's called cardia in the Greek. In Hebrew it's the word leb. Transcending hearts is transcending understanding. Why? Because understanding is in the heart. It's in the spirit. So there are Christians who are not intelligent. But they are supposed to be intelligent. The Bible says we have the mind of Christ. So where is the mind of Christ? It's in our spirit.
So Christian wrote an exam and failed. Why? Because he doesn't understand that if the things in my spirit will flow out, I have to renew my mind. The mind is heat of reason. The will is heat of volition. That's why you make your choices. That's why you make your choices. And you make your choices based on the way you think. Am I right? You evaluate it and you make your choices based on the way you think. Okay, look at, for instance, as an individual, I don't value any material thing. Honestly, that's one of the reasons I don't, one of the reasons I don't drive. I don't value any material thing. See, it's the way I think. I believe that anything I need will come to me. So I don't worry about material things. See, that's the way I think. Are you, are you out there? I saw you out there. And the way you think is what will determine your emotions. So you can see your mind is so important the way you think. So as he thinketh in his heart, what? As he thinketh in his heart, what? So is he. So a lot of people are wondering, how come I'm a Christian? The other day, the Lord spoke to me. I walk in power. The Lord spoke to me that he has given me his power. It's in your spirit. But your soul, your mind is a gatekeeper. So until I renew my mind to the word of God, I will live an ordinary life. Some will say, I don't even know whether I'm really born again. I got born again. I've got born again five times. The issue is to renew your mind. Are you following me? Romans 12 verse 2. Look at it. It says, and be not conformed to this world. The word there means to be squeezed into shape. It means to mold. It says, be not conformed to this world. In other words, don't live like the world. Then it says, be transformed by what? The renewing of what? Of your mind. So they are Christians. You cannot tell whether they are Christians or not. It's because of their mind. Someone say, it's not born again. It's not, it's not genuine born again. He's genuinely born again. His mind is his problem. The gatekeeper. So now, he has to put the word of God into his mind. He has to renew this mind. If he doesn't renew this mind, everything God has put in his spirit will not come out. The life of God is loaded in your spirit. The power of God is loaded in your spirit. The wisdom of God is loaded in your spirit. But you're still confused. You're making mistakes. It's your mind. It's your mind. See? And that's why I told you, I said, that's why the world invests so much in media. Because you can never separate the way a man thinks from the way a man feels. You can never separate the way a man thinks from the way a man lives. Your thoughts are what determines your emotions. Your emotion is a state of feelings, desires. They're all there. Your desires, your feelings, they're there. Romans 8 verse 6. Look at this. Romans 8 verse 6. It says, for to be carnally minded is what? For to be carnally minded is what? 
Now, this guy in John 5 verse 24 has been passed from death unto life. But yet he says to be carnally minded is death. Now let's see what it means to be carnally minded in the amplified version. Give us an amplified version. Amplified. But now the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit, is death. You're thinking contrary to the word of God. So if your mind, the way you think, your mindset, your way of thinking is contrary to the word of God, if God pushes things in line with his word from your spirit, your mind will block it. Because as he thinketh in his heart, it is a so it will be. What did he say? So is he. So your mindset has already decided from the outset the outcome of your life. So where you are right now is a reflection of your way of thinking. What you're doing right now, if you're smoking, if you're drinking, if you're womanizing, it's a reflection of a way of thinking. Yet you are a Christian. The mind has to be renewed. The mind has to be renewed. Are you all there? But look at what it says. It says, but to be spiritually minded is what? But to be spiritually minded is what? To be spiritually minded is what? Life and what? Life and what? So if you are not at peace, it's your mind. It says to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Some people don't have peace of mind. They're always afraid. Let me read to you a dictionary meaning of the word emotion. The Merriam-Webster dictionary. It says, number one, emotion. A strong feeling such as love, anger, hate, or fear. Number two, a conscious mental reaction. Notice, a conscious mental reaction as anger or fear. So fear is a mental reaction. Anger is a mental reaction. So your behavior right now is a reflection of a way of thinking. It's not because the habit is strong. It's just because that is the way you think. And the important thing is that I know how to change my way of thinking. So there's hope. It says, be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good, acceptable, imperfect will of God. So now, the, the individual is struggling, uh, living in sin and, and uh, crying. You know, a lot of times people come and vow and say, I vow, if I do this thing, let leprosy come upon me. Have you seen people do that? Someone say, if I, if I, if I do this thing, let seven thunder hit me. They vow and they keep on seeing the same scene because their way of thinking hasn't changed. A man was beating his wife before he got born again. He got born again and he still beat his wife. It's his way of thinking. A man was living in fornication before he got born again. He got born again, he's still fornicating. It's his way of thinking. 
so I want to show you how to break these habits because it's a reflection of your way of thinking. It says to be spiritually minded is what? It's life and what? And peace. It's life and peace. So any area of your life that there is no peace in that area, you're not spiritually minded. If your marriage, you are fighting, you and your wife are, are covering yourself with blows, you are not what? Spiritually minded. Are you out there? I'm going to show you how to be spiritually minded, but before that, let's look at verse 7. Verse 7, look at what it says. It says, but the carnal mind, notice the carnal mind, is what? It's enmity what? Against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Notice it's enmity against God. You, you want to do right. You want to live right, but you are living wrong. You hate your sin, but you continue. It's a way of thinking. And the sad thing is that people want to stop their bad habits. They still feed the desire of the bad habits. I was talking to him on Wednesday. I said, many of you still watch Channel O. You see, I don't know why if I see a woman, how look, 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 look. He hates it that is looking like that. He looks and looks and looks and looks. Say, Jiro. Say, sorry, sorry, sorry. How man go do? This is a way of thinking. He wants to stop it. But he does not have the wheel. Why does he not have the wheel? Because of his way of thinking. The way you act is an, is an outflow of the way you think. The way you talk is an outflow of the way you think. How want you to think about it? The Bible says in Matthew 6, I believe it's 31, it says, take no thought saying. Say, take no thought saying. That means when I'm speaking, I am verbalizing my thoughts. So where you are right now, where you are right now, if I look at your life, I know the way you think. How want you think about it. It says to be carnally minded is death. And it says to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Look at Acts 26 verse 2. Acts 26 verse 2. It says, I think myself happy. Happiness is a state of mind. Some people are never happy. I said your emotions are governed by the way you think. Your emotions, your desires, your feelings. So I said, I'm just depressed because you are thinking depressing thoughts. I'm just afraid, though. Fear, fear. Boah! Boah! Jesus. Hey, God. Hey, God. Maybe now somebody that don't kill so. It's just escort that is clearing the way. It's a way of thinking. It's a conscious mental reaction. I think myself happy. You can think yourself happy. Because when you're depressed, you focus on the negative things that have happened in your life. You're talking, see, can you look at my life. Look at everything. Look at it. My father died when I was four. My mother died when I was eight. My uncle died when I was 25. My uncle... 
okay 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 to him that is joined to the living there's hope a living dog is better than a dead lion now focus on the good part you are alive god saved you from an accident the other day you were traveling by plane and the plane that left before you crashed but you survived focus on the good parts because we think our emotion you know i just i'm just down today you know today i'm just down just take a moment what am i thinking about before you went to sleep last night you were just tired of your life so you woke up next day how down i just feel like killing myself is the way you're thinking Isaiah 26, verse 3. Is, is this helping anybody? We're gonna, we need to learn how to change our thinking. Isaiah 20, 26, verse 3. Let's read it together if you can see it. One, to read. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind, because, notice it says you will keep him in perfect peace. Are you at peace? Peace is the opposite of fear. Are you at peace? It says, Thou will keep him. Notice what God is doing. God is keeping him in perfect peace because his mind is stayed on him. So if his mind is not stayed on God, God cannot keep him in perfect peace. Because as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. But God will only keep him in perfect peace if his mind is stayed on God. Notice the intermediary, the mind. What God has not been able to do for you is what your gatekeeper has not allowed. So you have to renew your mind to the word of God. You have to renew your mind to the word of God. In the mind, there are two aspects of the mind one is the memory the other is what the imagination thank you the memory is to replay your past it replays your past then the the imagination is to preplay your future so now since i know that i can preplay a future i can create a future in my mind a future of peace based on the word of God. Because I'm going to stay my mind on the word. So I study the word until it forms a concept in my mind. See, and this is what Christians don't do. They just read their Bible anyhow. They don't let the scripture form concepts. Let me explain. I tithe as a Christian. And because I tithe, and based on what I know, certain things can never, would never happen to me. Two, with tight as a ministry, certain things would never happen to our ministry. Now watch this. There are many people who tithe, but their life is not any better. Because their gatekeeper cannot receive their harvest from the realm of the spirit. Are you following me? The gatekeeper is not opening the door to the blessings. 
because the blessings are spiritual blessings they will come from the realm of the spirit favor is spiritual so you study the one until it forms a concept in your mind see that's why you meditate see the essence of meditation is understanding and understanding is what refines behavior are you following me you meditate on the scripture you gather all the verses that have to do with with maybe um, righteousness or holiness or faith you take some of that you meditate on it then it forms a concept that concept is called a mindset and your mindset is a way is your way of thinking and your way of thinking determines the way you react i've not seen people that something's happening say, hey my life don't finish my life don't finish but out of the abundance of the heart what that's the way they think hey now that day so let me share a testimony with you a friend of mine was traveling from portacot some of you saw him pastor tony that came from england and he was in a bus while he was traveling the bus that was coming on the other side of the road the two front tires punctured and the bus had a somersaulting and flying toward them he said he didn't know what happened he just started laughing the driver just left the steering you know he has died just left it and fell and just fell on the steering so the car was just rolling forward with speed he said the amazing thing that the the bus some you know when the, like movie kind of somersault and it flew over their car watch why was he laughing because he that is seated in heaven shall laugh it has to form a mindset it's not it's not going the life of god is in my being i cannot be sick oh yeah this my malaria don't come again no my my is your way of thinking you have my when she was said i said my headache my hypertension and what you say is what you get my diabetes this my back pain my back pain no they go my it's yours that's why it does not go now my it's a way of thinking so you will study the word of god until it forms a concept and that's what christians don't do they don't listen to the word of god again and again and again and again and again they say that message i've heard in a new thinking for a new life ephesians 4 17 that's why pastor said i get that message it is not yet a mindset it's not yet a concept it's only an idea you see an idea means you just have a thought then when it becomes a concept it forms a shape it becomes a way of thinking That's why I never worry about money. And I will never worry about money. That's why uh, when, when, when pastors are begging and begging for, I always, the question I ask, does this word of God work? See, they can quote the scriptures. It's not in a mindset. Your mind, you stay your mind on it. That's meditation. You stay your mind on the word. You stay your mind. You, you, you're in the office, you're working. You're on the counter, counting money, doing everything. When you're free, no, you're just in your mind, just thinking. My going out is blessed. My coming in is blessed. My going out is blessed. My coming, you made it. My going out is blessed. Before long, you are never afraid, no matter where you are. It has become what a mindset. So you have blah, my going out is still blessed. My coming out is my going in is blessed. Why? Because of the fact that the word of God is not based on your circumstances. It's based on the integrity of God. 
Are you following me? So no matter what happens, the promise is still sure. Are you following me? So my going out, even if they are bombing somewhere, if I go to the north, my going out is blessed. My coming in is blessed. Are you following me? See, the word of God is not predicated on your circumstance. The process are on to the north. They are crying. Hey, you service where? See, but on you. Nobody died with this. It's a way of thinking. Your going out is blessed. Hear me. You're not safe because of where you are. You are safe because God is keeping you. It says the Lord bless you and do what? The word means to God. The word means to God. That means God is your bodyguard. Oh my God. God is your bodyguard. See, it's a way of thinking. It's a way of thinking. Get to renew your mind to the word of God. Don't let your friends tell you, no job, oh. This Nigeria, no job. Small boys like us and suffer, will go suffer till we die. Say, that's not me. Say, again, say that's not me. Read a scripture, John 14, 27. Got a few scriptures. I'll read and we'll close. John 14, 27. It says, peace I live with you. Then it says, my peace I give unto you. Where did he put the peace? In your spirit. Because the fruit of the spirit is what? Love, joy, and what? peace the love is in your spirit the joy is in your spirit the peace is where in your spirit see it says peace i give unto you not as the world giveth give i unto you then hear what he said let not your heart be what neither let it be what so fear is a choice a conscious mental reaction see many people don't know fear is a choice I just feel oh, oh. some of them start weighing on themselves. An adult, what it does, it's a conscious mental reaction. A conscious mental reaction. It says, Let not your heart be troubled, don't be agitated, don't worry. There's a neither let it be afraid. So when you were afraid, who was responsible? Who was responsible? What does the Bible tell you in Isaiah 41 verse 10? It says, fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, I am your God. It says, fear not, I am with you. So when I'm afraid, I am self-conscious. Are you following me? See, train yourself to be God-conscious. God said, I am with you always. So God is with me every time. When I'm baiting, God is with me. When, when I'm in the smelling place, God is still there. He doesn't run because something is happening there. He's there. Anywhere you are, he's there. But look at how Christians pray. Look at the wrong thinking. Find as we go. Completed. Find as we go. And he said, I am with you. He said, as we go, go. That means you had a mindset that you could leave God behind. Wrong thinking. See? The Bible tells us in Genesis 39 verse 2, that the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. And if God is always with me, no matter where I find myself, what will happen? I'll prosper. See, see the mindset? It's a way of thinking. 
says to be spiritually minded is life and peace. How do I become spiritually minded? It's to be word minded. John 6 verse 63 says, The words which I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So to be spiritually minded is to be word minded. Let the word of God govern your thinking. Ephesians 4. Go back to verse 17. Has anyone learned anything today? Look at this. Verse 17. Say, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, the emptiness, the futility of their thinking, the NIV says. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, through the ignorance that is in them. Notice, the life of God is available. But it says they are alienated from the life of God. Why? Because of the ignorance. You see that? Why? The understanding is darkened. There is no knowledge. See, through knowledge, you connect with these things. As you renew your mind, whatever is out there in your spirit, that God has deposited, flows out. Are you following me? All the wisdom you need is already in your spirit. All you need to do is renew your mind. Someone says, Pastor, I'm always afraid. No, courage is in your spirit. It says, for God has not given unto us the spirit of fear, but of what? But of power and of love and what? And of a sound mind. So, phronismos. It means a well-disciplined mind. But look at you. People say, I just forget anyhow. My mind just be running anyhow. It's all you need to do, child of God, is to get a hold of what you're learning today. Renew your mind to the word of God. Renew your mind. You just find wisdom. This is what is making me like this. This was making me, their, their discoveries I've discovered from the Holy Spirit that I find out that they are scientifically right. I didn't read it anywhere. I just found out they were scientifically right. Why? Because the wisdom of God is in my spirit. It's also in your spirit. But many don't know this. Look at verse 19. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness. To walk all on cleanness with greatness. Notice, because of their ignorance, they gave themselves to lasciviousness. What's the lasciviousness? Uncontrolled lust. When we are living in sin, anyhow, I say, Pastor, I'm just helpless. But God is showing you that it's a choice. You got there by your way of thinking. And you can come out by changing your way of thinking. On Wednesday, I told them about a young man that he said, he had believed that it was impossible to live right. He had believed that even when he got married, he would be still be sleeping around with women. That's what he believed. But when I began to show him from the word of God, he said, Pastor, you are the one. Thank God I met you. So now I know that I can live right. I can live pure. You can see that the way he was living was based on the way he was thinking. You can stop this smoking. It's a choice. No devil moved your hands. Say the devil moved my hand. Okay, why does he not move your hand into fire? Have you seen someone say the devil move? You know that that one is really possessed. No, you like cigar. You like the feeling. You, you, you drag it. You even drag it technically. It's in a devil walk. You, you're an expert. You, you, that you so shy, you put the beard there. So one day God go help us, you know. One day. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of thinking. Let's run, let's run. I've got to close this message. 
but you've not so learned Christ if so be you've been taught you've heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that you put up concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the truthful lust he said you put off the old man your old behavior which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed how in the spirit of your mind you renew your mind the spirit of your mind you hope your gatekeeper goes there opens righteousness righteousness is in your spirit it opens holiness holiness is in your spirit the power to live right is in your spirit open it up verse 24 and that you put on a new man which after God is created in righteousness and what? True holiness. It's all there. All the power you need. Second Peter 1 verse 3 says, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. All the power you need is already in there. It's already in your spirit. All the strength, all the power to live holy, to stop all these habits is in your spirit. But your gatekeeper is the issue. The wrong information is there. Don't forget your mind is your software. Your mind is your software. The sp your body is your hardware. And if you not change the software in your operating system, you can't change the way you're living. It's time to change the operating system. It's time to change it. Change it according to the word of God. That's what James told the church in James 1 verse 14. He said, every man is tempted when he's drawn away of what? Of his own lust. The word drawn away there means to drag forth. You know when somebody's dragging you, you think it's the power of the devil. No, no, no. The devil can never tempt you what you don't like. Don't forget that. It will never tempt you with what you don't like. It drags you forth with your way of thinking. It's drawn away of his own loss. The word, the word loss there means what you fix your mind upon. So what I fix my mind upon is a force field. So I can create a force field of righteousness. And thinking of righteousness. And thinking of holiness. And thinking of the power of God. And thinking of faith. It creates a force field. And moves me towards the right thing. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua Bayosu State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003 382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.